we made it. Welcome to 2022. I am so excited to be back with you podcasting. I have a great set of episodes coming up and lots of great plans for how we can grow together in 2022, how I can support you. Um, But today I thought the best way to start our year off together is by talking about those New Year's resolutions, your goals for the years. Have you set them yet? Are you excited about them? Are you nervous about keeping them? Have you been avoiding the topic altogether? Today we are diving into all things goal setting and New Year's resolutions. So what do you say? Let's get started. Are you tired of putting your own dreams and plans on hold? Do you feel stuck waiting for some future season to chase your dreams? You, my friend, were made for more. More than the managing of schedules, keeping up with kiddos, and holding down the home front. Hi, I'm Christine, a military spouse of over 10 years, mom of littles, and coffee connoisseur. I'm here to help you navigate life as a military spouse, get unstuck, and craft a life with purpose. You have something valuable to offer, and when you pursue the things that light your heart on fire, you trade frustration for fulfillment and isolation for a life of impact. It's time to discover who you are meant to be because together we can change the world. Now, friends, if you are not already a part of our Millspouse Mastermind Facebook community, I would love for you to come jump inside. This is where we can continue the conversation, where we can receive additional encouragement and support, and we can cheer each other on as we pursue our goals in 2022. So if you are not already a part of our group, you can just head over to millspousemastermind.com forward slash community, and that will take you directly to the link, or you can just look up Millspouse Mastermind Community in the Facebook search bar. Um, And it should pull up the group for you. So I can't wait to see you inside the group. Let's start today by talking about New Year's resolutions. Have you set some kind of goal or New Year's resolution for the year? I looked up some brief statistics according to finder.com. In 2021, 74% of adults made some kind of resolution. And the top six categories were related to money, health, career, self-improvement, family, and love. Now, can you guess which one which one was on top? Yep, health. Health-related reg- goals were the number one category for New Year's resolutions. But here's the most interesting part of this survey, to me at least. The younger you are, the more likely you are to make a resolution. 88% of millennials made a resolution compared with 61% of baby boomers. And what also declined with age in the survey is the belief that you will accomplish your resolution. As we get older, we are less likely to believe that we'll actually accomplish the resolution that we set for ourselves. So I don't know if that's just wisdom after many years of trying and failing to accomplish goals or whether we just give up after a while. Um, But the 
other interesting piece of this particular survey was that the most common reason given for not accomplishing a resolution was a lack of willpower. We have this idea that if we just had more willpower, we could make things happen. We think it's a problem of our ability to have enough grit and willpower or we think we're too lazy. What if instead we don't achieve our goals because we're not setting the right goals for us in the first place or we don't have a foolproof plan to accomplish those goals? What if it's not a matter of willpower? What if it's a matter of setting the right goals for us and then actually making progress on those goals? What if we have a plan to help us get where we want to go? Because I know for me, I can want something, but if I don't actually have a plan to get me there, it's not going to happen. So today I want to talk about how we can begin to rethink our New Year's resolutions. And I'm going to give you kind of the big picture today of steps, seven steps you can take to change the way that you do your New Year's resolutions. And then next week in part two of this series, we're going to get into the nitty gritty of what it looks like to actually set growth goals for you and how you make progress on those growth goals. And the big thing that I want to communicate right now is that it doesn't matter whether you've done your New Year's resolutions already or not. I know so many people kind of place so much power on January 1st, but in order to do that, we have to back way up and be setting those goals for our year back in December or even November. And The truth is that so many of us have so many other things going on as the holidays approach. There are so many events and so many things that pop up last minute. I know that was true in my own life. Despite wanting that time to carve out that time to really reflect on the last year and set goals for the next year, so much happens. And so we feel like we get to the very end. Christmas happens. We have a couple of days before the new year starts. And then we're scrambling to try to figure out, okay, what goals do I want to set? And I have to be ready to go and to start pursuing them January 1. And if I don't have my plan in place, and if I haven't done the work to figure out, is this the right goal? Am I going to be able to make progress on that goal? And what do I need to make progress on that goal? Then it's not going to stick. Because what happens, the goals that we want to stick have to become a part of our habits and routines and systems. We need these systems to support us to accomplish our goals. We need an action plan. And if we don't have that, then we are not likely to achieve our goals because we're never going to get there on sheer willpower alone. So I just want to eliminate this myth right now and say it's not a matter of willpower. It's about setting the right goals, having an action plan, and having the right systems to support us to make progress on our goals. So if you have not already put together your goals, that's 
absolutely okay. In fact, I would say that's good because we need the time to make sure that we have adequate time to reflect on our year, to set the right goals for us, and then come up with a plan of action to make progress on those goals. The best year for me was when I didn't even sit down and come up with my plan for the year until February. I had a crazy busy Christmas. I had a crazy busy January and I knew I wasn't going to get that time and space I needed to really sit down and reflect until February. But I knew if I could hold off until early February, I was going to have a specific time period where I didn't have kids running around. I didn't have you know people interrupting me all the time I had that quiet space to actually sit down and plan out my year and you know what I was able to make goals and make progress on those goals because I took that time so it does not have to be January 1st I just want to dispel that myth right now so what we're gonna do is make all of this month about tools to help you as you plan out your year so that you can have your best year to date. My whole goal here is to help you to make sure that you are able to make progress on your goals as a military spouse. Despite what happens, despite what life throws your way, we're gonna talk about these things all month long. And while we're going to give you helpful nuggets of information at the end of the month, we're going to come together and I'm going to go live in our Facebook group and give you the exact steps that you can go through to reflect on your year, to plan things out, and to set intentions for how you want to grow this year and who you want to be and what steps you can take to make progress on those big dreams goals, and plans because I want to see you thrive as a military spouse. I want you to be able to care for yourself, to be able to care for those you are in relationship with, and to be able to pursue your purpose in this season of life. So let's talk about seven steps to get you started on this journey to change the way we do New Year's resolutions. The first step is to know where you want to go. This is the time that you need to take to figure out what you're trying to do and why. What is your vision for what you want to accomplish and who you want to be in one year from today? Let's just start there. One year from today, how do you want to be showing up? We have to have a direction before we can set goals. If we're just setting goals with no real direction, we're not going to make progress on our goals. So we need to know the direction we want to go in. Who do we want to be? How do we want to grow? How, what are we wanting to move towards in the next 365 days? The second step is to set SMART goals. Now you may or may not have heard of this term before, but SMART stands for specific, measurable, achievable, realistic, and time-bound. So specific. We need to make sure the goals that we set are not too broad. They need to be specific. We need to be able to get our hands around knowing what this goal is. It also has to be a goal that is measurable. As the saying goes, 
what gets measured gets managed. So if we don't have a specific measurability statistic, it's really hard to know if we are making progress, if we are accomplishing that goal. Is it achievable? So is this even possible? If your dream a year from now is to be living on a ranch, but your husband is active duty and you're going to be PCSing to a small base, you know, those are not achievable goals. It has to be achievable. And part two of this, is it realistic? No, in this season of life, living on a ranch a year from now might not be realistic. The last one is time bound. When will you accomplish this goal by? So let's talk through a couple of examples so you get a picture of what a SMART goal looks like. So if I say I want to lose weight this year, number one, I need to know where I want to go. Why do I want to lose weight? So let's say I know why I want to lose weight and now I'm going to set my SMART goal. Is that specific? Well, losing means less than, but we don't have a specific number. It's not specific enough. Is it measurable? No. I mean, I guess if technically if you lost one pound, that would be losing weight, but that might not be what you have in mind. So if instead you say, I want to lose 10 pounds or 15 pounds or whatever that number is, then you have a more specific and measurable goal. Now, the next question to say, is this achievable? Is it possible? And is it realistic? So yes, this goal is possible for me. And yes, that's probably a realistic goal of knowing what I have on my plate right now, what's on my schedule, what's coming up, what's happening over the next three, six, 12 months. Is this realistic goal for me? Absolutely. Now, I'm going to set a time-related goal. When will I accomplish this goal by? Is it going to be 365 days from now? Is it going to be in the next six months? So if I say I want to lose 10 pounds by September, now we have a SMART goal. And then we can set a plan to move towards that goal. Okay, let's take another example Um, Something that I talked about last week in my bonus episode, wanting to read more books this year. Is that specific? Well, more is not really specific and it's not really measurable because first of all, you have to know how many books did I read this year if I want to read more books. So a better goal would be to say, I'm going to read 12 books this year. And is that achievable? Is that realistic? Okay, maybe it is, maybe it isn't. You gotta look at your schedule. You gotta look at what's coming up. You gotta look at how you're going to incorporate that into your life. So for you, it may be realistic and achievable to say I can read 12 books this year. It may not be realistic and achievable to read 200 books this year. So then we're gonna have time bound in this year. So that that's okay. That's time bound. So let's talk about a really smart goal. I want to read 12 nonfiction self-improvement books in the next 365 days. That is a very smart goal. So the more that we make this 
Specific, measurable, achievable, realistic, and time-bound. The better. Now, the third step is to set growth goals. And we're going to talk about this in a much greater detail next week. But this idea of growth goals came from my own journey to search for how do I set goals? What are the right goals for me? What should I be moving towards? Because I really felt a little lost and I didn't know what I needed to be setting goals towards. You know, we we have these common categories, our health goals, our money goals, our career goals, our self-improvement, family, love. All of those categories from the survey are good things, but it kind of feels a little willy-nilly like we're just kind of pulling goals out of a hat and we or we're basing our goals based on what other people are doing or achieving and we want the same thing that they're doing instead of making sure that our goals are in line with who we are and who we want to be. So the better plan is to really assess that and set growth goals based on that. And so next week I'm going to teach you exactly how to do that. But after we have set our growth goals, we want to create a plan for how we're going to make progress on those goals. What are we actually going to do to make those goals a reality? It's great to have a goal, but unless we have a plan to get there, we probably won't get there. Or we can get there or get part of the way there based on sheer willpower alone. But the better plan is to say, okay, how am I going to fit this into my my daily, weekly, monthly calendar? So we have to have a plan for how we're going to make progress on those goals. What action steps are going to lead us to those goals? Then we have to prioritize what matters most because life is busy life will pull us in so many different directions and we will get overwhelmed really easily unless we are clear on what matters most for us in this season so we need to be able to know what matters most what we are prioritizing for this season so that we can make decisions based on what's most important and what's not really important right now. That's going to change season to season depending on what your life looks like. If you have littles at home, if you have a newborn baby, if your kids are in school, um, if you are planning for a PCS, whatever your life is looking like right then, make a priority list of what matters most in the next 90 days? And how am I going to prioritize moving towards my goals? And then number six, we're going to set a schedule to support our priorities. We need to know what our priorities are, make sure those get put into our schedule, and set a schedule that allows us to prioritize what matters most and move towards accomplishing our growth goals. And then the last piece of the puzzle is developing the habits and routines to support our progress. We want to make doing the right thing the easy choice. We want to make it simple to do what we want to do. We want to have these habits and routines that support 
who we're trying to be and how we're trying to show up. So we need to begin to establish these healthy habits and routines to support our progress. So let's recap really quickly these seven steps to setting better goals and New Year's resolutions for ourselves. Number one, we need to know the direction we want to go in. Where do we want to go and what are we trying to accomplish? We need to set SMART goals. Goals that are specific, measurable, achievable, realistic, and time-bound. We want to set growth goals, the right goals for us and goals that actually help us become who we're meant to be, that are in alignment with what we value and what we are meant to do, our purpose in life. Then we need a plan for how we're going to move towards our goals. We need to, number five, prioritize what matters most. Number six, set our schedule to support those priorities. And then number seven, develop the habits and routines to support our progress. So if you have not already set your resolutions for the year, then I encourage you to just take some time and to know that you don't need to figure it out right away. If you've already set some goals, but you're not sure how to achieve it, keep listening to this episode, or not this episode, but the future episodes, because we're going to be talking through what it looks like to actually set and make progress on your goals. And finally, I have a bonus episode. Yes, another one coming out later this week uh, on setting a word of the year. If you have not already set a word of the year, um, this is a kind of standalone exercise, but I think it's really great because it can also help us prioritize what matters most and give us focus and direction for a year. So if you do not already know how to do that, that's what we'll be talking about on Thursday's episode. And I can't wait to share that information with you. I am so excited for you. I hope and pray that you have an amazing 2022. Until next time, may you live filled, fueled, and full of joy. Hey friend, before you go, The Mill Spouse Mastermind Community is here to help you thrive as a military spouse, figure out what lights your heart on fire, and equip you to create a life of impact. You can have an incredible impact simply by heading over to iTunes to subscribe and leave a review. And if today's episode was meaningful to you, I know it will be for others too. Spread the word by taking a screenshot of this episode and share it to your stories so we can continue to reach more people, change more lives, and shift the way that military spouses look at life. Because we are better together, and together we can change the world. Let's do it.